Well, hello, I'm Debbie Kitterman. And I'm Brandy Kitterman, and we are here to equip you. And to challenge you mm-hmm. to dare to hear the voice of God. And today, we are talking about the, how God speaks today. Yes, we are. We're talking about how God speaks today. I think a lot of people kind of get caught up. We, we spoke about this briefly in a couple podcasts back, um, about how... A lot of people view God speaking as very Old Testament, yeah. very much for back then mm-hmm. um, and not for today. But that's just, it's simply just not the case. You know, um, Jesus really created a way for us to speak to God today. Yeah, he did. Um, and I think, like, I I wouldn't want to miss out on that. I don't want to miss out on that. And so... Just kind of taking the opportunity to really speak to God because He is speaking today. He's He's talking to us and He wants a relationship with us and He wants to communicate with us. That's so true. That is so true. And I think one of the questions that people ask me all the time is, well, Debbie, how do you know that God is speaking today? And then how do you hear from God? Mm-hmm. And I love to go to 1 Samuel chapter 3. This is such a great story. And in fact, in 1 Samuel chapter 3, you should read it because I'm going to give you the Debbie version. I'm just <laughs> going to say that. I, liked, I like my version. But um, as you're reading this passage of scripture, you see Samuel, who is a young boy who is dedicated to the service of the Lord, working in the temple, right? Mm-hmm. He works under Eli the priest. Mm-hmm. And he's going about his duties and he's doing his stuff. And he hears somebody call his name. Right? So he hears his name, Samuel. So he runs to Eli the priest and he goes, here I am. And what does Eli say? What are you doing here? What are you doing here? I didn't call you. So we read in 1 Samuel chapter 3 that this happens three times. Right. Three times Samuel hears a voice call his name. Three times he goes to Eli the priest. And every single time Eli sends him away. Right. Okay. Now. Scripture says, in that passage of Scripture, it says, the word of the Lord was rare in those days. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm going to cut Eli the priest a little bit of slack here, but he's the priest. He's the one who is charged with, dedicated to, it is his responsibility to hear from God. Right? Yeah. Okay. He should have known it was God. But, But he didn't. But he didn't. And so, yes, the word of the Lord was rare in those days, but it has all these questions added to it. But I'm getting ahead of myself. (laughs) I often do that. I get ahead of myself, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so then it says, after the third time, right, that Samuel comes and says, here I am, and Eli's like, I didn't do it. It says this. Depending on the version, it says, he perceived. I like to call this his, oh, His aha moment. His, (laughs) oh, hey, you know, maybe this is God. Okay. Hey. Eli, you are the one that gets to go into the Holy of Holies. You are the one that gets to have encounters with God. You are the one that is representing the people on behalf of God. And you have to have a aha light bulb moment. Okay. Then that makes me feel a lot better, right? Because then it makes me feel like, Okay, well, even if the priest who was dedicated to to be the one that interceded for the people had a hard time realizing that God was speaking to Samuel, then there's going to be times that I might miss it. But he had his moment, and so then he says this. You know what he says? He says, 
okay, Samuel, go about about your business, go about what you're doing. And if that voice calls out to you again, I want you to respond. Lord, if that's you, your servant listens, Mm -hmm. right? So Samuel goes about, he hears that voice and he says, Lord, your servant listens. Basically, Samuel had to respond in faith. Yeah. God was waiting for him to acknowledge that he was speaking. But it took Eli having an aha moment right. to tell him. And so then I think, well, God must not have been using his James Earl Jones voice. You know, <laughs> Samuel, this is God. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, James Earl Jones' voice could totally sound. I mean, that's what you think of, right? Well, I mean, yeah, like, I think about that. It's just this deep baritone voice, and that's kind of what I think yeah. is God's voice, but it wasn't that. So then I think I ask questions like, why did he go to Eli? Why did he go to Eli? Yeah. Right? So why did he go to Eli? I mean, he must have thought it was Eli, yeah. which means the voice sounded familiar. familiar. Mm-hmm. The voice sounded familiar. And so then I think, how many times... Do I have my own thoughts or I hear or sense or feel something and I think that can't be God because it's familiar. Right. And yet here in 1 Samuel chapter 3, it shows us that God speaks to us in ways that are familiar to us. Yeah. I think I think this kind of goes back to, you know, God's not trying to make it weird either. No, he's not. You know, he's trying to make it natural for us, very normal and I think hearing his voice coming from, you know, the little nudges in our brain or, or like that might be our thoughts, but being able yeah. to differentiate between, oh, that's God's voice, that's God's nudging, yes. and this is my brain yeah. coming up with thoughts, you know? Um, but yeah, no, it's so true. Every time that, like how I hear mm-hmm. um, the Lord is kind of, I'll get uh, impressions or ideas and it's it's God, you know, like it just kind of like has to be God. And sometimes every once in a while, he'll just like pop a thought in there, you know, just like a boom, here you go. Yeah. And then, and then I'm just like left with that pondering. Yeah. Um, that's good. But like, that's, that's kind of how I speak and, or God speaks to me. But, uh, during, right before my first car accident, actually. Oh yeah. Yes. 16 year old, 16 year old driver. Mm-hmm. I mean, your birthday's in March. Yeah. And so... Well, we had just gotten back from we vacation. Just got, yeah, because um, your brother graduated and yeah. we went on a vacation. And so it was in June that this happened. Mm-hmm. So you had had your driver's license for a few months. Yeah. Yeah, no, I did. And um, I... It was kind of a busy intersection and um, somebody took a blind left into me, but... I had seen a car go through. So what it was is there was a lane of traffic and people had left a space for people to go turn into this parking lot. And yeah. I saw somebody go and then it was this thought of what if somebody goes when I'm there? And I just brushed it off. I just ignored it. Yeah. Right? Because I still wasn't, you know, super great. I'm not afraid to say it. Um, and sure enough, somebody came, hit my car. And they ended up totaling it out. Everybody was okay, so it's all right. But, you know, it was... I, I can look back and realize, like, that was the nudging of the Holy Spirit. That was yeah. his voice. And it sounded so familiar that I just brushed it off. Yeah. But 
In fact, I think when when she called us, so so she called mom and dad, right? Of so course, we're you're talking, 16. What do you she's do? She's 16. What do you do? You call mom and dad, <laughs> and um, we get there, and she's like, "I think, I think God told me it was going to happen before it happened," and I was like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah, like I had this thought of what if somebody pulls out in front of me and hits me," and she goes, "But I didn't listen to it," and I said, "Yeah," and if you did, she goes then I wouldn't have gotten hit. And so it's it's sometimes it's those things. Like you have these nudges or these impressions. Um, I like to say to people, like we often have people's names come across our mind. Yeah. And we go, that is the strangest thing. Like I haven't thought about Sally in 20 years. <laughs> you know? I mean, okay, yeah. granted, you're not old enough for that, you know, because you would have been three. Um, yeah. But, but you... We do that. We do that. Like, we haven't thought of so-and-so. Why is their name crossing our path? Or, like, out of the blue, we'll just kind of like, oh, I wonder how Tom is. And we're thinking, right. where did that come from? That's God bumping up against our life. And we often don't pay attention to those things. We discount them as, oh, strangest thing. Or the pizza that we ate last night. I don't know how many times people are like, I had the strangest dream, and I shouldn't have <laughs> had that pizza last night with anchovies. <laughs> well, actually, you know, that couldn't be God speaking right. to you. Like, oftentimes the things that we think can't be God are really God because mm -hmm. he speaks to us through normal, everyday things. Right. And we just need to learn to tune in. So let's talk a little bit about the ways God speaks. So you said that mm -hmm. um, for you, it's impressions or thoughts or music. I think you said on a oh, previous podcast, right? Well, so for me, I do get a lot of impressions, but I'm also very visual. So yeah. I get pictures and visions. But when um, when I first started, I, I'm a dreamer. I used to dream all the time, and I would get dreams like two and three dreams in a night, and I dream in color. Now, not everybody does, but I dream in color, and so it was like this whole movie picture thing going on in my head, and then I was teaching one time on it, and I said, yeah, the only time that God ever speaks to me is in my dreams because it's the only time my mouth is quiet. <laughs> yeah. I went home that oh, night, no. and, I, and, and I just kind of had this... Oh, yeah, really? And I was like, okay, you know, oh, yeah, really? Like, I, I, it just kind of was this thought in my head, like, oh, yeah, really? And then I didn't have dreams for a season of a couple years. But that was a season where God was training me to hear his voice in yeah. another way. And sometimes he would give me one word. Like one word and I would go, well, what am I supposed to do with this? And so like sometimes like there was a season where God was teaching me about humility. Okay, that is not a subject that you want God to have to teach you about. But let's be real. Some of us have pride issues and some of us like think we're all that in a bag of chips. And not that I thought I was all that in a bag of chips, but for where God was taking me, he was taking me through the season of I really needed yeah. to understand what true humility was and what it really mm -hmm. meant to be humble and to get low and that it isn't all about me, right? And so um, he he's, I just had this word like humility and I was like, Okay, well, what is that? And it was like everywhere I turned, like I would listen to, I would listen to um, a CD somebody would give me because this was back in the day before we had podcasts or YouTube <laughs> channels, right? So this was back in the day when we had cassette tapes, really, and uh, CDs, and 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 the person would be talking about humility, or I would be reading the scripture and this word humble or humility would jump off the page, and I'm like, okay, God, 
I get it. So then I began to look up everything. I would get my Bible concordance out and I began to look up all the scriptures and I went to the dictionary. What does it really mean to be humble and have humility? And I would read things and I would search I would Google search, like, what mm-hmm. does it mean to have true humility, biblical humility? Right. And so God took me through a season of that by speaking one word to me. Right. And sometimes we just often stop and go, oh, yeah, that's cool. And then we go about it. Cool word, day. God. Thanks. Cool word. Okay, so you want me to be humble. Okay, I got it. But instead, instead of taking it deeper, I'm right. a firm believer that when God speaks something, even though we think we might know what it is, that he has more revelation to pour out on us, Mm -hmm. that he has something deeper to show us. I mean, that was like my revelation when God spoke to me that the prophetic was all about relationship. And we haven't talked about that on a podcast yet. But my response was, duh, of course it is. (laughs) I know it sounds, it sounds irreverent and no, you know, but, (laughs) but that's kind of my relationship with God. Like I'm just real. Like I argue with him. He always wins. And I don't know why I argue with him, but I do like, no God, you don't really mean for me to do that. But when he spoke that the prophetic is all about relationship, I was like, duh. And then I realized obviously in that year that I didn't really understand what he meant Mm by it like I thought I did right but he opened me up to a whole new thing and that was the year that I was writing my curriculum for my dare to hear classes that is releasing the heart of God right Right. you know and so how how did I miss that how I was I was not very humble at that point like I got this God I knew what I was that that's that's why God (laughs) gave me the word humility Mm -hmm. um I just kind of forgot that but but I think that that's how we are so what are some other ways that we know God speaks, like, through nature. Oh, yeah. I know God speaks to me in dreams, too. Yeah. Um, music, for me, is yeah. a very big one, I think. And sometimes it's not necessarily, like, sometimes it's the words of yeah. the song that I'm listening to. But and it doesn't always have to be a, I know. It doesn't have to be a worship song. Worship song or a churchy song. It doesn't. God will speak to us through music and through the lyrics of songs. I actually had, I don't remember what song it is, but I just remember listening to this song and God said, hear that? My people are crying out for me. Yeah. You know, and it was completely, it was like a a secular song. I wish I could remember it, Um, but I don't. But it was just, it was so raw of like, yeah. We need something more. And they didn't know what it was. And God just spoke to me like, my people need me. Yeah. They're calling out to me and they don't even know it. And they don't even know it. And it was just, you know, like you hear those words and now I can't, like, I can't look at another song any different. Right. You know, I'm always looking to find God, even in the secular me- songs, you know, yeah. like, well, I was it's everywhere uh, a while ago. We'll say this a while ago. Probably it actually wasn't a while ago. Um, she was a wild child, though. Yeah, but <laughs> but but I'm talking about recent history. Mm, like mm-hmm. just um, having really having a pity party, really feeling sorry for myself. I know. It oh, I get seem that. Like I would do that, and and I was sitting down, and my dad, <laughs> my dad, he he, we we grew up listening to country western, and and just like music from the 40s and the 50s like he just loved that stuff like Mm -hmm. and I all of a sudden heard this song playing in my mind 
I'm sorry. I never promised you a rose garden. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I know how to hear God's voice, but hello. Like, can I not have my pity party moment? Can I not have my moment of feeling sorry for myself? <laughs> like, I was asking all kinds of questions like, why me? And why does this have to be happening to the people that I love? And why aren't things going better here? And why does this seem to be falling apart? And right. just really a lot of spiritual warfare and oppression and just a lot of stuff coming at me. And I was having my moment. And, and just saying, God, where are you in all this? Yeah. And why is it so difficult? And he's like, I'm sorry. I never promised you a rose garden. Now I'm dating myself, right? But that was actually before my time. I was, when that song came out, originally, I was just barely born. Mm -hmm. So, but my grew up listening to my dad play that song. And so for God to speak that to me, I know it might seem harsh to you, but it really wasn't because it actually took me back to memories of being with my dad and working with him in the woods and his eight track cassette tapes now that takes you right, right in his car and my sister and I and and we would belt this song I'm sorry I never promised you a rose garden we didn't know what we were singing but I knew what God was saying is he said he was telling me that I never promised your life would be easy but I promised I would be with you in it oh. and and it took that to kind of jar me from my oh woe is me pity party right and so that's some of the ways God will speak through music through nature, through miracles, signs, and wonders. We can see yeah. that through the word of God, mm -hmm. through scriptures. He can speak to us through another person, through a sermon, through a podcast. Like the ways that God can speak to us are endless because yeah. God is infinite. And the possibilities of God, he's so creative. So he wants to speak to us in a language that speaks to us and ministers to our heart. Yeah, and I, I mean, for me, I like... I love watching the Lord speak to people through art yeah. and through dancing, which is kind of a very abstract, yeah. weird, you know, you don't think of that at first. Right. But honestly, anything that is creative, I think, has... Yeah, because you're very creative. You're very creative. And so... That's a podcast for another time. That, is, that, a, that is, is a very dear to my for another heart. Time. I better write that down right now <laughs> um, because we'll forget these. Um, but... But God can speak to you through anything, you know? He really can. He can speak to you through a bag of chips if he wants to. He can. Somebody walking down a piece of garbage on the, the side of the road. It, it honestly doesn't matter what it is. Right. As long as you're open to the possibility that God will speak to you. Yeah. Um, and don't put God in a box, you know? Yeah. I, he was never meant to live in a box. No. Especially not of our own making because we cannot fathom how amazing he is that's true um, that's good that's a good word and so our boxes couldn't possibly have enough room for all of the potential that he wants you know that he has and yeah. that the amazing things that he wants to show us yeah and so just letting god kind of just saying you know what god you know this is unusual and yeah. and i'm but i'm open i'm open to whatever you want to do however you want to speak to me um, in any way, I'm listening. Yeah, and just focusing. And I think, and, and I think that when we do hear those things, that even though we're not used to them or mm -hmm. they don't seem comfortable, that our response is faith, just like Samuel's was. Yeah, is that we just say, God, if that's you, I'm listening. Yeah, because He wants our 
our undivided attention before he'll deliver a message. And so when we see things that seem like they're coincidences, I don't believe in coincidences. I believe in God trying to get my attention. And so yep. I'll say, God, is this you? If so, I'm paying attention. And I just want to leave you with that today is that God is speaking all around that we have to pay attention and we need to get outside of the box that we've put ourselves in and the box that we've put God in and we need to let him out. And this week, just begin to pay attention. Begin to pay attention to the things that are around you and be like Samuel and say, God, if that's you, I'm listening. What do you have to say? And then be prepared to write it out, to journal it, to um, somehow document what it is that God is speaking to you. And then if you're still unclear if it's God, ask him for confirmation because God's good like that. Yeah. My favorite is always a voice recorder, but it's, it's really important that you take the time to write those things down or record them in some way because our brains are human and we forget these things. We do. And really the enemy loves nothing more than for us to get anything of a spiritual nature, especially when God is speaking to us because it's so powerful. So, well, we just want to thank you so much for listening to the Dare to Hear, the podcast where we encourage you to dare to hear the voice of God. I'm Debbie Kitterman. And I'm Brandi Kitterman. And if you guys were encouraged in any way by this podcast, We would love it if you would subscribe to our podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Mm -hmm. and leave a review and leave a comment and say hi. Absolutely. And also, if you have a topic that you would like to submit to us or testimonies of you stepping out and hearing the voice of God in your life, we would love to hear from you. And so you can email us at info at dare, the number two, here.com. And we just look forward to those testimonies and those topics. Also, before we go, my mom... Never ceases to amaze me. Well, thank you. She- <laughs> That's so embarrassing, but thank you. <laughs> she wrote a book. Um, it's called The Gift of Prophetic Encouragement. I'm going to leave a link for you guys. Um, so go check it out if you liked what we were talking about today. There's yeah. more in here. So go check Absolutely. it out. Yeah, with activation exercises, activation prayers, and really a going deeper section on all of these things because it's so important that we understand what the scripture says. Because let me leave you with this. God will never contradict what's in his word. When God speaks, that's how we know it's God. And so it is so powerful and so true to hear God speaking in our life today. So we're just going to leave you with that. And we look forward to you joining us next week.